Welcome to the latest episode of Open Access, Open Mic, the podcast with the APT Foundation. The APT Foundation is here to help employers, communities and families care for people who may be living with opioid or other substance use disorders, serving the Greater New Haven community through an evidence-based open access model. Get in touch with us to find out more at aptfoundation.org. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Open Access Open Mic, a podcast brought to you in association with the APT Foundation. Now on today's episode, I am super excited to be speaking to Mitch Galignano. Now Mitch is an amazing fella. Not only is he the area manager at Fleet Pride, where he's been for over 21 years, he knows a thing or two about trucks. He is also the fourth district councilman of West Haven City Council, and he is also a director on the board of the APT Foundation. Mitch, welcome to Open Access, Open Mic. Thank you so much, Claire. This is truly an honor for myself to be here today. The appreciation is all ours. So Mitch, kick it off. Tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you end up as, first of all, perhaps a councilman and definitely as a director of the APT Foundation? Tell me about your career. So I can go back quite a few years, as you know, um, a little bit older here. I want to start with my sobriety first. I got sober in 1989. I was very blessed that I only had to do this one time. I wasn't on the revolving door program. I didn't think that I had that access for myself. So I got it right the first time. So first got into this program for the wrong reasons because everybody made me, but I stayed for the right ones. So I always emphasize that, that I came for the wrong ones, stayed for the right ones. Fantastic. Uh, the first 10 years I was getting my life together because I was 28 years old when I first got sober, but I was still really 16 because I started using at 16 and that's when your brain stops growing, right? So I was really 16 mentally, though physically I was 28. So by the time I really got my act together, I was about 38, 39 years old. That's when I met my second wife and uh, we got married. I moved to West Haven from the Danbury area of Connecticut. I got involved with Fleet Pride right after that as just a regular counterman in their one of their stores in North Haven, Connecticut. And through the 20 years plus that I've been there, I've worked my way up all the way to area manager. Thank God. They've really gave me a great career over the last 20 plus years I've had quite the life of being sober. In between that time, in 2011, I was approached by the mayor of West Haven to run for city council because I had finally gotten a job when I was in North Haven that I could actually give some time back to the community, which I never thought I would ever do in my lifetime. I'll never forget the night I won my first primary. I went home, I was in the car. I was crying on the way home because I had people vote for me and I never thought that I could have that. <clears throat> Sorry. Not at all. What, it's, it's, it's pretty emotional. From small acorns grow great oak trees, as they say. That was quite a feat for me that night. That was September of 2011. It was one of those nights I'll never ever forget. And then I went on to the general election and I won that, which was another momentous time for me in my lifetime, right? On a personal level, right? So so I've been on the council since 2011, 
people have really supported me over the last 11 years. And uh, it's been quite an honor to actually have that ability to make these decisions for the city of the people of West Haven, right? I mean, it's not a bad thing to do. People vote for me and say, here, go make our decisions for us, right? Represent us. Then in 2015, App Foundation was building a, bought a piece of property that was close to my district. Of course, now all the residents come out and say, we want recovery, but we don't want it in our backyard. I said, okay, so now I have to represent them. And here I am in recovery, supporting recovery. And I didn't know much about the opioid issue back then because thank God when I was out there using, the only thing, if you could eat it, drink it, or smoke it, I did it. Anything with a needle, I didn't put it in my arm. And opioids weren't really around in the 80s. They didn't come out till the late 90s and as we know the whole story behind that. So I go out and I go to all the board meetings for the App Foundation for the planning and zoning board meetings that the App Foundation was at trying to put this building in because all residents are saying, we don't want it here in our backyard. Then one day I was asked to meet Lynn Madden. I wanna say that was probably in July of 2015. And I go to meet her, and now she doesn't know at this point that most of the residents don't want this place in their backyard, and I'm representing them. I go in and meet her with a couple other people, and I give her my story of how I'm in recovery and all that. And she said, looks at me and says, we would love to have somebody like you on our board of directors. I was floored, right? Wow. I was, I was absolutely floored, Claire, and I said that would be such an honor. Now, this is before we had any battles over the summer, right? So that summer, she didn't know I was there really not for the App Foundation coming into West Haven at that point because I'm representing people at this point, not myself, right? So I was conflicted there a little bit because I know what recovery is for, for everybody. So I said, yes, I would love that. We go through the summer and we have these little battles and I'm up, I'm going to these meetings, speaking against the app coming in. In the back of my head, I knew that the app foundation was gonna get in there, but I was doing this because I was representing people. So they get their, all their permits and all that and they're certified to build their building on Front Avenue now. Come October of 2015, I sent an email to Lynn and I said, I know we had our little battles here over the summer, but I would still love to entertain being on your board. I get an email back saying we would like her and David, I don't know how to say his last name, but he's the chairman of the board, would like to take me out to lunch and do an interview. They took me to lunch in New Haven. We did the interview. They got back to me and I don't remember the amount of time, but they said in January, in our board meeting in January, we will be, give your name to the board members. And if they vote for you to be on the board, then you will be on the board. I get the call in January of 2016. I was appointed to be on their board. And that's where, how I got on the App Foundation board. Wow. Now, still not knowing <laughs> what the App Foundation really does. I read a little bit about them, right? Uh -huh. They do so much for the community. It's truly, truly tremendous. And it's all the work of Lynn Madden that 
which I didn't know at this point, but I do now today. Again, like you said before, there is no waiting. You could walk in, they take you. It's just a tremendous program. Is substance use getting in the way of your ability to partake in activities you once enjoyed or maintain any aspect of daily life? Opioid or other substance use disorders can be treated safely and effectively. Reach out to your local treatment network through samhsa.gov slash find treatment. That's samhsa.gov slash find treatment to start medicine and begin your recovery. Brought to you by the aptfoundation.org. One of the issues I did have when I first heard about the apt is I'm all about abstinence, right? With the opioid epidemic, you can't go abstinent. It just is unfeasible. So I learned to that effect that abstinence doesn't work with the opioid epidemic at this point in our lives. Uh, and so that was something I did not know going into this. And I was against, I'm all about abstinence, right? So I was like, damn, they, could they just, you know, they give out their amoxine and all the medicine that they give out, right? That you need to take daily to actually be a productive person in the community. So I learned that and I accepted that. As I said before, you look at the book and you say, I'm not gonna read this book and you open the book and it's a great book, right? It's an awesome book and you're like, wow, how, why would I judge that book by the cover without reading it? I think so, that's the uh, thing, yeah. isn't it? Is that open, their open access model is uh, fantastic. It's tremendous. It's such a great thing for the community. And for people who don't know about it and who think that just, we look as an alcoholic or a drug addict that somebody's on the, on the curb, right? And they got, they're all scabby and not clean. And if you go look at some of the addicts that we have in the App Foundation, they're professional people. They're just like you and me or anybody else in this world, right? You don't know unless you walk in their shoes. So hats off to Lynn Madden and her team for what a tremendous job they do for the community of New Haven, West Haven, North Haven, and Bridgeport. I believe we have a building in Bridgeport too. It's been such an honor. So on the board, as a board member, very, very simple. The meetings are similar to my council meetings. The difference is there's no contention in the app board found meetings <laughs> as there is on the city council. <laughs> Everybody has the same agenda on the app foundation where in politics, it's their own agenda, right? It is a true honor to go to those meetings compared to the council meetings. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you can hear by my silly accent that I'm not from these parts. and But I do know a little bit about substance misuse and treatment that's offered in certainly in the UK. And the biggest issue seems to be that I see from this layperson here is the time that it takes from an individual to acknowledge that they've got a serious problem that is affecting their life in a really negative way and those around them and they want to change and do something about it and getting access to professional services, whether that be you know, a methadone program or whatever it may be, whatever their individual needs are, the time between that, you lose them. 
you lose them, you know. So mm -hmm. you could, one day you could be ready, willing and able to really crack this and, to, to, you know, to, to kick on with your life. But the next day, you know, you've fallen again, you know, and you're, and you're back in that same mess. One of the things I absolutely loved hearing Lynn talk about was the instantness of the App Foundation. You rock up and things happen. Things happen immediately. They happen on a medical level. They happen on a mental level. It's just, for me, I, when I listen to her, I'm inspired. And I hear that in your voice as well when you speak about Lynn. What the team are doing there is absolutely astounding. But what I want to ask you about, Mitch, I want to ask you about something. So I love the fact that you had to represent your community as a councilman and stand up against the APT Foundation. And they'd already asked you to be on the board because you're fabulous too. And you had to walk that line. That must have been a really difficult line whilst it was going through zoning to, to walk if your two hats on. It was very difficult, right? Because I was being pulled both ways, but I knew that, listen, they voted for me and they are my boss, right? So to say, I don't want to, use, I don't know if boss is the right word, but I'm representing you and you say to me, hey, this is what I want you to do. And then I have most of the community tell me that. So in my heart of hearts, even though I was all for this place, it's not about me. It's about everybody, right? Yeah. So I had to do the right thing for everybody. So when I did get on the board, I did forget to mention this. There was one concerned citizen and she was so adamant about this place not being near her house. And when it got in, she was upset. And then when I got voted onto the board, I called her up personally and said to her, and I said, I am on the board of directors. Oh my God. I said, listen, if there's ever anything crazy happening or anything like that, you have me to call and say something about I'm on the board. This is really an in for you. This is a great deal for everybody because now it's just perfect because I'm on the board. Right, so you have a, an inside person, so to say, I don't want to say inside person, but you have somebody that you can trust that is in position to help you. Very much so, yeah, you're there to serve. You're there to serve, incredible. Okay, question for you. Have you ever previously heard of the open access model? We'll call it that. Had you ever come across that before? No, I completely I, no, new to you? it was all brand new to me. So it was brand new to me. The non-abstinence was brand new to me. So it opened a door that I never thought I would go through or believe in, right? Like I said before, I believe in total abstinence for me anyway, right? So when it comes to the methadone clinic, it doesn't work that way. And I was taught or I learned that you can have abstinence that way. It just doesn't work that way. It was a great learning experience for me. And I guess it's there are multiple routes to the same goal at the end of the day you know and if these people are the clients of apt are able to get access not just to the medical help that they need to keep themselves and their families safe but they're also having access to an incredible array of programs and i love the menu idea that lynn was talking to us about which was you know that people actually have a choice they can choose what they do and when they do it as well there's some real flexibility and a real i think a real carrot for people to want to get involved and try the app. There is just so much that they do that people don't realize what they do when it comes to the mental side of 
addiction, right? Because there's a lot more to addiction than just the addiction, right? So I'll go back again. And when I first got clean and sober, I was in therapy probably for the first five years just to get my stuff together, right? I mean, you have to learn life all over again. You need new living skills. I believe the App Foundation gives those out too. And you just have to relearn how to live your life. And being clean today, it just doesn't even compare to what my life was back then. I'll just say this, my kids don't remember me ever drinking or using drugs and they're in their 30s and 40s now. So they were very young when I stopped. So God did me wonders when he brought me into this program. Oh, that's beautiful. Other than the fact that your initial lack of knowledge, shall we say, around what the Apt Foundation do and what they offer, has there been anything else that's particularly surprised you or success stories that you've heard about that have kind of blown your mind during your directorship? They do great research that I never knew about. We have a doctor on there that when we have our board meetings every 90 days, there's probably two or three programs that that come up new every time and they do tremendous tremendous research from a to z right i don't want to go into any particular programs that they research on because but they do such a great job that i would you would have never known they do this kind of research i think that's it it, isn't it again it's those outside viewpoint of it's a methadone clinic Well, no, it's not. It's considerably more than that and backed by some incredible brains, some very passionate people who are absolute experts, world experts in their field. And the way in which they engage with clients is remarkable. It's remarkable. And the the choice of programs available to people to take when they want is life-changing. It's absolutely life-changing. It is definitely life-changing. And for the people who don't know about it, it's really... Again, I'm going to go back to the book. You need to open the book, no matter what the cover looks like, because you would be surprised that what the App Foundation is just a tremendous place. And kudos to Lynn Madden and her team, because the passion comes from Lynn. I don't know where she gets her drive from, but I've never seen any person like her be so dedicated to what she does. Absolutely. It's not just enthusiasm, it's passion. It really is. I I get chills down my spine just thinking about how great of a person she really is. Yeah, she's she's done incredible things already and she's so bright. Who knows what what will be next on her hit list for development. Well, I hope she never leaves the App Foundation because I think she's been there probably about 15 years and totally revamped that whole foundation yeah her passion and her fire in her belly is to be commended last question for you then mitch before i let you get off on your busy day when you talk about your work with the apt foundation with other city officials or community members i mean you, you briefly mentioned one of your residents but city officials how do you go about explaining the work of apt and really breaking down those barriers so that the the book isn't judged by its cover so to speak so as i've said here on this today's interview i said listen you really have to understand what they really do it's much more than giving out methadone it's much more than an addict going in there and just trying to get treatment there's a mental side of our addiction right so And that is tremendous. Really, if you want to battle your addiction, 
I believe you have to battle the mental side of your addiction so that you can not that you want to cure it because you don't cure it. It's an everyday ongoing battle that we deal with as addicts and uh, alcoholism also. So when somebody comes up to me and says, what's the app do? I tell them it's way more than that. It's more about the mental part of your life. You need to go in and just really relearn how to live life. And I believe that the App Foundation teaches those skills to those people that really want to change their life nowadays, right? And you really have to change everything in your life, including your friends. The only thing you can't change is your family, right? But you can change your friends and you go do the right thing that you need to do to battle this problem every single day. It is an incredible service, it truly is. And also, I would say that they're very open. You know, it's not a secret society. There are open house days where you can go and find out what the App Foundation is about. So I guess if you have a preconceived idea about what it is about, well, why don't you actually fill that with some facts? If somebody came to me and said, take me to the App Foundation, I'm sure I could walk them through the West Haven Clinic and they would be totally amazed at what really goes on in that building. Again, there's the building. You got to go inside the building to see what's really <laughs> happening, right? So they would be truly amazed and probably grateful on what they really, really do. Absolutely. And then they'll say, wow, they would have a different outlook as I did when I found out what they really do. Completely. I couldn't agree more. Mitch, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you for sharing your journey, not just personally, but also from skeptic to being on the board. I think that speaks absolute volumes. If you would like to find out more about the APT Foundation, what they really do, do check out the website, which is aptfoundation.org. And you can have a little look there and also take a look at their open houses that they do. So that if you want to find out more and educate yourself about the incredible work of Lynn Madden and the rest of her team, then check it out online. That's the aptfoundation.org. Mitch, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much Clara, for your thank time. thank you so much. This has been such an honor for me. My heart is pounding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've been a hero and a rock star. Don't worry. It's all in the editing, Mitch. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of Open Access, Open Mic, a podcast brought to you by the Apt Foundation. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Open Access, Open Mic with the Apt Foundation. If you have enjoyed this episode, search Open Access Open Mic wherever you get your podcasts from. A special mention to Hancock Pharmacy, who have been serving the Connecticut public since 1959. The APT Foundation values their help in serving our New Haven area clients. Their Long Wharf location provides medications for treatment of substance use disorders by prescription from our primary care doctors who are also trained in addiction medicine. Visit HancockLongwolf.com. This podcast was created and produced by Red Rock Branding. RedRockBranding.com.